Can the all-time GOAT get it done against the future GOAT? Brady and Mahomes going head-to-head, and everyone's talking about who's going to win the big game. Whether you're on the Chiefs or the Bucks or the Totals or the Props, just remember, where you're betting is every bit as important, if not more so. That's why I always tell my friends, go to my bookie. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.ag. It all takes you to the same place. Look up MyBookie. They've got all the props for the big game, and these guys truly let you bet on anything. Not just the national anthem, MVP, color of the sports drink dumped on the winning coach. MyBookie has a buffet of Chiefs Bucks props for you to gorge on. You can even win big on NFL Squares, which is now quite popular. No need to leave the comfort of your home. You can access the sportsbook and casino right from your phone. Don't miss out on the last game of the year in football. Sign up at MyBookie today. Use promo code ZABE, that's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus just for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Today on the ZabeCast, anybody can buy an officially licensed NFL jersey for 100 bucks, but where can you get a sweet-ass high school throwback of your favorite player? I'll tell you. Glenn G. Unit Radio joins me. We talk Aaron Rodgers, Radio Row, Nick Saban, and more. All that plus pour one out for Cajun Rice and green beans. Your 45-minute dose of pure me is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! Oh, here we go! Tuesday, February 2nd, 2021, Groundhog Day, and this podcast was put to bed too soon to know whether or not Punxsutawney Phil saw his shadow. I'd like to know if Punxsutawney Phil tested positive for COVID so we can find out do we have six more months of this fucking nonsense or six more weeks of it. I'd prefer six more days of it at most, but that's just me and you and you and millions of other people out there. Before we get into it today, and we've got two guests today, two, two, two guests today on the ZabeCast, a little bit of feedback. First of all, people have been saying, Zabe, you're on WJFK in D.C. now once a week, weekends, nine to noon. Where can I get the podcast? And I have consistently told people who have been very insistent, ah, you don't want it. It's no good. It's not, it's... It's nothing. It, the, the show's not ripe. It's not ready. It's not even good right now. And I felt that way for the first couple of weeks because, look, I'm doing now a solo show with guests on the phone, and I'm trying to regain sort of finding my solo voice on the radio. I've got somewhat of a solo voice here on the podcast, but finding it on the radio is a different thing. I'm trying to get a feel for, hey, who the hell is awake and listening, and what kind of feedback do I get? On Saturday mornings, I'm trying to get the right vibe for it. I'm trying to put together the right bumpers and music and everything else. And it's coming along, but it's taking a little while. So for everyone who's asked, I've said, "Dad, you don't want it. You didn't." I'm like, "You didn't miss anything. If you listen to me on this platform, the Zabecast. If you listen to me on 97.3 The Game in Milwaukee, you didn't miss anything. You know, the, and I'm not saying that I'm not giving the the weekend show my full effort. I am." But it's coming into its own. Well, I got this email from Mike A. in Rochester, New York, 
who did find the podcast of that Saturday show on the radio.com app uh, or at radio.com itself. Radio.com is the digital arm of Entercom Radio. So radio.com and the radio.com app is Entercom's. The iHeart app is that of iHeart, which owns 97.3. It's like the Alabama and LSU of radio. And don't make me say which one's which because I don't want to anger either one of them. I want them to just let me coexist and straddle the two peacefully. Anyway, Mike A. writes to say the following. Dear Zabe, I caught your Saturday show on 106.7. It was radio magic to me. It was so nice to hear you relaxed and chill and solo. Not that I don't enjoy you with Josh and Gitter. I certainly love the podcast, and I miss Solly and Scott dearly. So do I. But it was just really nice to hear you roll the show forward at your own pace with plenty of time to finish, complete, contemplate, percolate. Chef's kiss. I liken my enjoyment to back in the day watching Saturday Sunday mornings with Charles Kuralt. Oh, man. to be Charles Kuralt made bank on that Sunday morning show. Your classic soothing tone and confident but humble professionalism for the medium comes through, and it relaxes me and gets a little giddy knowing I'm listening to a real treat. The gentleman who'd come in, Every now and then was good too. Props to him for working well with you. Hell, you could read the phone book and I would probably tune in. Anyhow, the radio.com app brings you in clear and perfect and your delivery makes for solid listening. The app says the show is reachable for 24 hours, but the app prompts do not follow through. It'd be great if the show could be posted for download or to listen off the site. I need to look into that. Now that I feel like the show is at least reaching minimum Zabe quality, then I'll have to look into that. I should probably just steal the audio and post it here. But then the suits would be like, what are you doing? You're using the content we're paying you for and you're putting it on your own podcast? And I'd be like, yeah, because you guys aren't. (laughs) So what's the problem here? Anyhow, I'll run it past the suits and we'll see what we can do. Anyhow, Mike says, thanks for making my Saturday morning really enjoyable. Keep doing what you do. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that. It sustains me. All right, so quick story time here. Christmas break, it's a couple days before old St. Nick has to arrive. And I, of course, go to my annual tradition, which is to go to the mall of my youth. Tyson's Corner Mall, just on the mean streets of McLean, just on the other side of McLean. It's technically its own entity, Tyson's Corner, Virginia, but it's right next to McLean. Now, Tyson's Corner Mall, which I grew up on and cut my teeth on and used to be one level of stores only, opened in 1968, the very year that this guy was born has expanded and expanded over the years. And it's a beautiful mall. However, it is currently, like many malls, struggling with tenants, and the pandemic has not helped it at all. So I'm walking through what is the additional three-story wing of Tyson's Corner that they built within the last 10 years or so, and I notice a what looks like a sort of like a champ sporting goods, but it's like a jersey store, and of course, I'm going to go wander in. I'm going to take a look at the jerseys. 
as I walk in and I look up at the jerseys, the names I recognize, but the jerseys I do not recognize. They are some weird ass, wild ass, what are these colors? What's this logo? What's going on in here is what I said to myself. It took me a few minutes, but then I finally figured it out. I'm like, oh, shit. These are high school jerseys of star players in the NFL, NBA, and others that, you know, they once wore in high school. And I'm walking around. It's a huge store. And I'm like, this is incredible. I then see jerseys of movie characters, such as Bobby Boucher and his number nine in orange and blue from the water boy. And I'm like, this is fantastic. So I'm looking for a particular Jersey and they don't have it in this particular store, but they have it in another store downstairs. Now it's such that, you know, this company has two actual locations in the wing, which believe me, when this mall opened, they would have not had the scratch with the real estate to get both stores open. But they said there's another store down below that's even larger than this one. They have it down there because they got called down. I go, okay, all right, fine. So I go down to the other store and I walk around some more and I'm like, oh my God, there's even more stuff in here. And I'm just totally blown away by it. And that is where I encountered our next guest here, on the Zabecast, uh, a young man who is a huge Redskin fan. And when I say Redskin, I mean Redskin fan. And there's more on that in a second. But he is now the uh, manager, the area supervisor of VIP Sports and their Chicago locations. It's a company based out of Virginia Beach. Actually, it's All-Star Sports. Excuse me. I'm looking at my package. I've got the VIP Club All-Star Package, which this next guy he talked me into like a good salesman. Uh, their website is shopallstarsports.com, and it's a company that basically produces these high-quality high school jerseys. And it was uh, it was great to meet this young man who joins us now. Jake Meadows is on with us now on the Zabecast. Jake, good evening, sir. How are you today, my friend? Good evening, Zabe. And first off, I definitely wanted to say this is an honor, man. <laughs> like I've been listening to the to you wherever you went for a long time. It's such an honor to be like on a call with you. But I was I was incognito in the store, or at least you didn't recognize me. Then I pulled out my business card, or actually I think my credit card. And then you were like, "Oh shit, I've listened to you for a long time." Now sometimes people will say that, Jake, and I think they're exaggerating a bit. But you quickly went chapter and verse, and we're quoting things that Cooley said back in the day, and everything else. And then you and I bonded over our deep love of Redskin fandom. And you, sadly, are so young, you've never seen the team be really, really good. How old are you, Jake? I'm 23. 23! Oh, my God! Your entire life, the team has basically sucked, except for a few brief moments of glory. Yeah, man, six years. I was born six years after our last Super Bowl in 91. Uh, my, My best memory of being a Redskin fan came in 07, sadly. Yeah, when we made the playoffs. We made that big run after Taylor passed, and th- th- that's that's my number one memory. I mean, 2012 was great with Griffin, um, but we we know how that story ended. So we 2007, know. I know. Yeah, you also 2007 holds a good I, place in my heart. So I also asked you. I said, "Well, you being a guy that manages a jersey store, you know, you're, I'm sure you're big into jerseys and what you like, what the, what you don't like." I asked you about the name change. And the logo change, and we talked about it, and you had your thoughts about it, but you also mentioned the fact that 
you used to date a Native American gal who said she had no problem with the name and that most Native Americans didn't have a problem with the name. And you were very up to speed on the chapter and verse of where the name Redskins came from. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, cause I was really involved with her life. So I wanted to be involved in the history as well. So when all of this came up, I was open to the fact that it could be an issue, yep. but I did my research. I can, I, uh, talked to her family, her, her grandparents and all that stuff. They have no issue with it. They never did. And in fact, in a lot of circles in Maryland, DC, Virginia, it's actually viewed as a term of respect. Like this is something that the Beothuk Indians invented because they put war paint on their face. Right. It has nothing to do with skin color. It has to do with their warriors. Yeah. So in a like in a way it's honoring them. But it's now in the dustbin of history and there's nothing we can do yeah. about it. And your and feeling okay. on the new name and logo is what? My feeling, um, I'm kind of up in the wind about it. Like I told you when we met, I wouldn't mind keeping the Washington football team. I wouldn't Ooh. mind. It seems really corny. <laughs> it's really corny. It's, it it, it no. does make us a laughing stock. If they design it right, it can go well. Um, Red Tails, I think, is a really good name. I do. Um, it pays homage to a certain uh, – we can get in trouble with that again. But it does pay homage in a – ultimately respectful way yeah to the tuskegee airmen and 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 there is there is a for those of us who enjoy the occasional alt uniform and or alt helmet my god there is an absolute myriad number of alts you could do with the aviation with the military angle on it and everything else Mm -hmm. i think that'd be pretty cool i'm also okay with red wolves which i've seen mock-ups using the old logo but instead putting a tail on the circle r that used to be the lombardi r uh, which you yeah. tried to mimic after the uh, Packers. I know it sounds like you're not too much a fan of that. Uh, there's yeah, a lot I of mean, there's a lot of graphic designers going crazy right now, Jake, saying, "Let's do this, let's do this, let's do this." Yeah, um, I, I like the designs I've seen. There's a few of them that are really good, but at the end of the day, Red Wolf sounds like a high school name to me. Yeah, I, I like I like the name. I like the designs. It just and, and then people try to make the excuses. Oh, they were here in D.C. No, they really weren't. They were rumored to come up here after they ran out of food down in Florida and Texas, so they died here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it had no history here. Yeah, it's a bit um, of a stretch on that front. Well, it we'll, is. we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But I want to talk about the company. And uh, if you're if you if you're in the D.C. area. Go by Tyson's Corner Mall. That'd be Tyson's one. Go to do the. Um, I guess it would be called where the theaters are, the new theaters with the food court and the three stories and the uh, uh, coastal flats, which I go to every time I, I get to Tyson's and go check out uh, all star sports upstairs or downstairs. There's two locations and just wander around and look. I mean, I was blown away. These are Mitchell and Ness caliber jerseys but for prices that are amazingly affordable to the point that I went on a shopping spree for a number of my Zabecast contributors where I bought, like Jay, I bought him a Jordan Birmingham Barons number 45, almost as kind of a laugh. He loved it. I bought the Bobby Boucher number nine for uh, for uh, my guy Charch in, in Minnesota. He loved it. I bought this Charlie Brown hockey sweater for my boy getter he loved it i bought a he hate me from xfl fame for my guy josh he loved it there's so many cool unique jerseys and the first question i had for you was how do you guys have the rights 
to all these things? Yeah, so with a lot of the TV shows, it's really not that hard. Like the TV shows and movies, it's really not that hard to get rights. Some of them don't even have rights reserved to it, really? which is kind of hard to believe. But the other ones, it's really not that hard. Just a little bit of payment um, and it gets the job done. Yeah. Uh, high schools is, is really easy. Yeah, I was going to say, now, you don't really have any college jerseys, right? Because the colleges protect their rights pretty strong, right? Yeah, with colleges, they have so many rights restricted. And, like, we could do it if we really wanted to, but we're not really interested in, like, getting, like, the official college brand in the stores right now. That's going to be something that we're going to look into in a little in the, the near future. Um, but, yeah, so we're sticking with our product right now. We do, like, the high school the TV show, the movie, and that's really easy to get rights to, or at least, like, selling rights to. Yeah, and uh, the high school jerseys are cool. As part of my VIP club that I signed up for where you get a box every month, and I think it's I think I'm up for the $50 one. I can't remember what you roped me into. You uh, <laughs> absolute badass of a salesman. Just you wouldn't let me go. Come on, please. I'm going to get a free trip if I get one more guy. I'm like, all right, fine. <laughs> but I got in the uh, first box that I got, I got a Kobe Bryant lower Marion jersey. And I'm like, yeah. really fucking cool. And not that I'm, uh, my pickup days are long since over and I wouldn't dare as a fat middle-aged man walk out on the court with a Kobe Lower Marion jersey, but you put that bad boy in a frame, you hang it up in your man cave, looks fantastic. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, a little bit more on the box. So the website that you gave out, that's our store website. For the box, if anyone is interested, it's going to be allstarvipclub.com. It's a really quick sign up. It's five minutes. It asks you all of the um, it asks you like everything that you're interested in, like favorite TV shows, movies, athletes, sports, right. players, um, color preferences, size preferences, all that stuff. And it builds a we build a box for you based off of your suggestions. There's four packages. The fifty dollar one gives you a two hundred dollar value. That's basically like getting two jerseys for hundred and fifty percent off. Eighty five gives you three hundred and fifty. The 125 gives you 560 and the $200 box, which I know I didn't rope you into. <laughs> no, I'm at the lowest. I'm at the lowest one, and I thought I'd get like a hat and a T-shirt every month, and I was fine with it because as part of my purchase, uh, you said, "Look, if you sign up for the VIP, I can take a further discount on what you're buying in the store today," and so that was incentive for me. But the first box came, and it was a Jordan McDonald's All American jersey. Very cool from the McDonald's All-American High School game. And then the Kobe jersey. And I thought to myself, I go, Jake, I thought I only got the $50 one. These are two full-blown, really nice replica jerseys with actual stitchings. These are not like silk screen-printed jerseys. Yeah. Uh, the, like, we started this program to really give back to our customers because we appreciate everything, like, how, where we came from. You mentioned uh, we started in Virginia Beach. We didn't start in Virginia Beach with a store. We started in Virginia Beach with a kiosk outside of a mall. The owner, his name is Scotty. He started with a kiosk, and, and we worked our way up to having uh, one store. I think it was Greenbrier Mall. Uh, we started there, went to Patrick Henry, uh, all, all over the place. We have, like, I think 11 locations in the uh, 757 area of Virginia. We, yeah. we have one in Williamsburg. We have one in Waldorf, Maryland. We have one in Iverson Mall. We have we have the, the Tyson's Corner location, Pentagon City, Potomac Mills, uh, National Harbor. And then we just moved out here to Chicago. 
But the boxes are really meant to give back to our customers because we really do appreciate everything that they've done for us. We wouldn't be here without our customers. And I'm going to probably give away most of these as thank yous to people. And look, if I'm getting a box with two jerseys for 50 bucks a month, that's a $25 thank you tip. And that's the kind of thing that's great for me because it's the perfect amount to say thank you with for something that feels like when the person gets it, they're like, wow, this is really nice. So it's got, it punches above its weight, I guess is what I'm saying. What is the most popular Jersey that you guys sell either fictional or real? That one, that, that's an interesting question um, because it really depends on the time of the year. It depends on where we are, like in, um, in our DMV stores, it's got to be Terry. It's got to be Chase Young. It's got to be uh, Sean Taylor. From high Dwayne school. Haskins, yeah, Dwayne Haskins was selling. He was selling pretty good. <laughs> Not no more. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could talk about that a little bit later. I got a few thoughts on that as well. Yeah. But um, so a lot of like the, the Redskins gear sells really well out there. The Martin stuff. We have stuff from the TV show Martin. That sells really well. Fresh Prince sells really well. Uh, the Bobby Boucher that does sell pretty well. Right, we, we have we have like all kinds of like uh, sports movies. Like we have Willie Beeman from uh, Any Given Sunday. Yes, Ruby Miles from Friday Night Lights. Oh, hey, coach, we going to state? Coach, we going to state? <laughs> coach, we going to state this year? <laughs> How, you you also yeah. have you also have Olympic jerseys. You have the USA Lake Placid jerseys, which is amazing too. That those are not locked under you know heavy copyright. Yeah, uh, so we have like a few of the Olympic ones. We have the McDonald's All-American ones, like you said. I think we have Kobe, Jordan. Oh, we have a lot. I can't even name them all. Zion Williamson, uh, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, all of those. Yeah. Uh, Derrick Rose. He's he he's definitely by far Derrick Rose, the number one yeah. seller out here in Chicago yeah. for obvious reasons. Yeah, of course. And I got uh, and I got my guy, Mister X, a baseball guy. I got him the Ricky Vaughn '99. From Major League. He loved it. I uh, got my guy, Chris Broussard, who helps run this podcast. I got him a Bad News Bears, Chico's Bail Bonds uh, yep. baseball jersey. It's cool stuff, and uh, and you should check it out. Uh, again, the website's shopallstarsports.com. Check it out in a mall near you. You're opening up Chicago. There's the ones in Tyson's Corner here in the DMV, so go there. And uh, if you're into jerseys, if you're into unique jerseys that you wouldn't otherwise see, this is the place to go. Allstarsports.com. Shop allstarsports.com. Yeah, and um, just a quick note, we are opening, for anyone who's listening that is not in the DMV or in Chicago, we are opening up a lot more stores really quick. In my opinion, this isn't me trying to be a shameless plug. We're one of the only companies during COVID that isn't regressing. Yeah. We're one of the only yeah. ones that's actively opening up more stores. Since COVID started, we've opened up like six, seven, eight new stores, and we're not stopping there. Well, we have uh, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona. We have that coming soon. We have North Carolina. We have Las Vegas. I think it's two stores in Las Vegas. I, we have Houston. We have a Los Angeles store coming. Like we're, Mall of America, a uh, couple more in Chicago. We're, we're, we're making a lot of moves like right now during COVID. No one else is really doing that. And really, like I said before, this all comes back to our customers and how much they support us. All right. One minute. You got a one-minute shot here. What should the Wooft do at quarterback for next year? Go. 
Uh-huh. All right. All right. Um, I think it should be Deshaun Watson. We, we, we haven't had a franchise quarterback <laughs> in DC. And in my opinion, load the yeah, boat. Know, what I would you, these, what would you give up for Deshaun Watson? I would give up a first, I would give up this year's first round pick. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need that value. I would give up a second round pick for next year. And I would give up a player like Landon Collins, maybe one of our defensive linemen. I'd, Really want to hold okay. on to them, but I know he, we can't pay him. Young Jake, so. young Jake, that's not going to come close to getting it done. They're talking. You don't think so? No, after what Stafford went for, it's three number ones plus plus. <laughs> Would you do three ones plus plus to get Deshaun Watson? Manny, I think he's a generational talent. <laughs> I really do. I do. I think he's a Patrick Mahomes type player. No, well, I think he's. I think he's a category right underneath of him. And if the money's there, if we're getting enough value in return, because I don't think we should do it for just Watson. All if right. we're going to give up that much, we got to get a little bit more. All right, very good, Jake. Good to have you on, buddy. Uh, continued success, my friend. And we'll talk again. Always a pleasure, man. Can the all-time goat get it done against the future goat? Brady and Mahomes going head to head, and everyone's talking about who's going to win the big game. Whether you're on the Chiefs or the Bucks or the Totals or the Props, just remember, where you're betting is every bit as important, if not more so. That's why I always tell my friends, go to MyBookie. MyBookie.com, MyBookie.ag. It all takes you to the same place. Look up MyBookie. They've got all the props for the big game, and these guys truly let you bet on anything. Not just the National Anthem. MVP, color of the sports drink, dumped on the winning coach. My bookie has a buffet of Chiefs Bucks props for you to gorge on. You can even win big on NFL squares, which is now quite popular. No need to leave the comfort of your home. You can access the sports book and casino right from your phone. Don't miss out on the last game of the year in football. Sign up at MyBookie today. Use promo code ZABE, that's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus just for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Ladies and gents, I give you the love, the love. All right, time now for G Unit Glenn Eunice. Remember, it's not humble bragging when you've done it and you've got the motherfucking receipts. Head of the, the Ed Reed, head of the Ed Reed Foundation. And former Sirius XM sports radio host, the G-Unit is in the house. Good evening, Mr. Eunice. How is the Peloton douchebag lifestyle treating you these days? Doing okay. I'm still fat, but I'm riding the bike more. Uh, you know. Okay. What's the weather forecast at the uh, Zabe State? Uh, you know what? We got snow out here. So uh, there you go. We got several inches of snow today for the first time in my life. Congratulations. You now have a snowblower. I'm sure sure you have an awesome one. No, I don't actually. Uh, Had a single stage that was good enough and then it stopped starting and it's been 10 years and I'm like, ain't nobody got time to try to resurrect this. Plus I needed it. I needed one on 24 hours notice. So I went to the, went to Home Depot, got another one or actually Lowe's and it's not quite as good because it's a, a few less horsepower so you gotta watch that now is yours a two-stager i think that's correct but i don't know what that means (laughs) you suck does it have two things a big 
uh, a big swirly that sucks the, the snow in, that grinds it in, and then a second one that shoots it out. Two engines, uh, yeah, two motors. That's two it stages. Shoots. Okay, yeah. It shoots, I mean, it sucks it in and shoots it out, and I have a I have a joystick where I can yeah, turn yeah. my my shooter. You got a two-stage. Uh, and it's self-propelled. Yeah, you got a two-stage right there. What did it cost? Okay. 1100 bucks. I'm guessing. Yeah, a thousand yeah. bucks, something like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Well, Toro. Yeah, and and how did it do on how many inches did you get up there near Baltimore? Uh, nothing. Yeah. You know, so I'm in Howard County, smack in between uh, DC and, and Balmer, maybe like 10 minutes closer to Balmer on, uh, I don't know, three inches, and it did fine. Um, three almost inches. Almost not enough to use it. Yeah. I was going to say it's uh, probably not quite enough to use it, but eventually you'll get a snowfall and you'll be like, I'm so glad I have this, especially when you have to do berm busting at the end of your driveway. Because the plow yeah, well, will put a berm in front of your driveway. That's where the two did. stagers, the two stagers do great on those. I used it. That's actually where I got my most joy was shooting the curbing of my driveway to the street back into the street just because, you know, fuck the man. Why not? <laughs> That's your own neighborhood, man. You're not fucking yeah, it, the man. You're fucking your neighbor. You Bill. are the man. How can, how can I be the man? <laughs> how can I be the man? man? You're the man. <laughs> All right. We got a lot of topics to talk about today. Radio yeah. Row, Nick Saban's recruiting call that was recorded. Female oh. coaches, Dustin Diamond died at 44 of lung cancer. Poor Screech. Uh, uh, also, there's a item I saw for the first time. I couldn't believe it existed, an electronics item that blew me away. Plus, uh, we got some fast food talk as well. But before we get to all that, I just wanted yeah. to talk about what's going on with Rodgers in Green Bay because I tweeted this out today. I said, not good that it's in the bloodstream that, you know, there's anything to do with Rodgers not being a Packer because it was the second item today on Pardon the Interruption, and yeah. you had Gutekunst, the GM up there, as well as LaFleur feeling the need to say today in their press avails, he's not going anywhere. Well, guess okay. what, Glenn? It's in the bloodstream. Yeah. That's not good if you're a Packer fan like me that doesn't want to see him play in any other uniform ever. So I lived through that with Ed. Um, you know, I, I was on the air in Baltimore. So for, for 10 seconds, you know, I started my career in North Carolina when I was in college, graduated, came home to D.C., started working at 980 and ended up working for you, leaving, going back into the radio into at Sirius XM. And then after a nice uh, five plus years at Sirius XM, and a lot of matriculation, matriculate, uh, I got wooed by CBS, turned him down for a couple times, ended up going to Baltimore through, through CBS, ended up finally saying yes. I've been with Ed since you in 2002, uh, 2003, and I was doing radio in Baltimore while Ed was finishing his career as a Raven. And I would be on the air, obviously, and people knew that I was running this foundation and stuff of that nature, and I was open about it, but I had said, you know, what does legacy mean to a franchise, especially a young franchise that had only been around since 96 in the Ravens and having uh, Ray only ever play in one uniform, having an Ed only ever play in one uniform. What does that mean versus an extra five or seven million bucks on a cap in the long term? Uh, and then, you know, the other side of it is, is, well, he's already sort of going to be a Raven forever, even if he goes elsewhere. And he ended up going to Houston for half a year in the Jets and. It hurt in the short term. Long term, he's always a Raven, and that stuff is sort of like second nature. And he got a nice golden parachute from the Texans slash Jets. Not that he needed it, but it was really, really difficult as a Ravens broadcaster and fan and being Ed's number one 
to go through that. I cannot imagine what it's like to be a Packer fan only ever wanting to see Aaron Rodgers in in, in Green Bay uniform. Do it's, you it's, do you think now though, with Brady doing what he did and being Brady on the stage and, this week, do you now think? Hitting. Do you right? Do you now think it's inevitable that we'll yes. never see another star quarterback go end to end with his career with one team? I mean, I don't know about inevitable. Now that golf left, I mean, it's over. You know, that was our last. That was our, <laughs> that was our last hope. Yeah, that was right. our last hope. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't know. Never, because but it maybe, doesn't. It doesn't it, help because it doesn't help. Maybe Russell Wilson will. Right. The last, Russell Wilson feels like somebody that might. I, I don't know about any of these guys. All you I don't know, know is, about. It, that's right. No, you're right. All I know is this: when when the Packers say. Of course he's going to be here. He's going to be here for a long time. Ooh. I don't know why we need to do anything. I'm like, yeah, you do. Ooh. You need to trade Jordan Love and give Rodgers and give Rodgers a new contract. Right, you need to give yeah. Rodgers a new contract and trade Jordan yeah. Love and admit, you know what, we were a little bit premature on that, which they'll never do because they want they don't want to admit it. But Rodgers now is in what I call Mister Chow mode. Leslie Chow from The Hangover. Remember when he came out of the trunk? It's yeah. like, oh shit, he's gone crazy on this uh, on us. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, because of the year he had, MVP year, <laughs> he's got the crowbar and he is wailing on the Packers right now. And you can't get Aaron. out of them because you had him in the trunk. trunk. You know what I Here mean? Here we go. Right. Here we go. The trunk. Oh, trunk. Oh, oh shit! Shit! Holy shit! you with Jordan Love, I swear! And Rodgers, he's going crowbar crazy, going, you want to fuck on me? How about a new contract? You know, he's the one playing it up just right, and he's got leverage. He so. knows what he's doing, he does and he's smart. He's, he's not, he, he does know what he's doing, and he's smart, and his agency's smart. I know his agency a little bit. Uh, we do some business with them um, out in California, Athletes First. I believe he's still represented by them. Yeah. And, um, I mean, he knows exactly what he's doing. I Look, these guys, I think, I, I think we sometimes forget whether it goes about pay or attitude or whatever. These people are the absolute very best in the world at what they do. Yeah. Okay. And Rogers is the best of the best at what he does. Right. You know, there's two or three guys that are at his level and that's it. You don't understand the competitive nature and the mindset and the discipline and the focus and the blind hate and anger and competitiveness goes when you go have someone like that, and then you draft someone behind them. That is a massive even if it's under the guise of future, he's going to bench for five right. years. That is a big middle finger right yeah, in your face. You want to fuck that's, on me? Uh, yeah. Okay, I mean, that's, oh, 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 fuck on you? <laughs> Whoa! I'm with you! I'm with you! You're going to fuck on me? Nobody's going to fuck on you! <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I, I think Roger is, uh, is angling for more money. I think he deserves more money. But the elephant in the room, or maybe the mouse in the room that should get squashed, is this Jordan Love kid. I've said before, and I'll say it again: 
flip them for somebody else's late first yeah. and call it a day. But I don't think they'll ever do that. I would do Was it. Was it you on your podcast talking about what if they drafted a lineman and it wasn't right, Rick Wagner? Uh, who was playing and yes. all that. that was yeah. you, was that yeah. you? Uh, I, said, I think that's I such said, a wonderful point. Well, my point is, you know, don't brag about, well, uh, you know, of course you draft quarterbacks as prospects. You don't, dra- you don't trade up in the first round no. to then bench a guy and then not have him play. I mean, you're taking a zero. You're taking a zero for the year. You should never try to take zeros with first rounders. You want to take a zero with a third or a fifth or a seventh, fine. Not with first yeah. rounders. They should be playing immediately. First rounders should be starters. Hopefully, you know, half the time pro bowlers, give or take. Second should be sort of career starters, 10-year decade. Third year players, you're looking to be mostly starters and have a five to seven and if they if they become better than that it's a winner and so on and so forth i mean you you especially at quarterback especially when the guy you have and he's only 35 at the time of drafting the new guy knowing what we know about quarterbacks and how they last i mean it's just i'd love to know how the sausage is made and if rogers like yo i'm out of here next year and and they that's why they drafted well i don't know We'll see. The, the, the tension put into the room by the draft pick last year has not gone away, and we are coming up on one year by the time the draft yeah. comes. So we'll see what happens. Let's let's move along here. Uh, point number two, uh, item number two, Radio Row. I now pronounce mm. it dead. Once and for all, the pandemic killed what was left of it. My yeah. only question to you, Glenn, who's been on both sides of it, because I know you've yep. shepherded Ed Reed around to get interviewed at Radio Row. And I know you've been at Radio Row, right? As a media person. You've seen both ends of it. Here's the question. Is there a better way to do a media gangbang, for lack of a better term? A media, you know, meat party to hype the game? Or is it just never going to be the way it was? That's a good question. I mean, I haven't, uh, you know, um, I, I don't know. I'm actually fighting right now with myself because I miss the life I used to have. I mean, I've been home for almost a year. Zabe, I, I mean, Ed and I travel a hundred days out of the year on a normal year. I was in Miami this time last year. I was in Miami for 10 right. days, actually, and actually cheated and glorious left well, Miami at like cheated? Saturday night. Cheated. Yeah. Last year. You last cheated year, on your I beautiful wish. bride. I wish I wish I'd <laughs> I love wish. to. I just don't have it in me. <laughs> Nobody Wait, was that out loud? Oh wait, <laughs> nobody um, wants to be really with you either. Care. But hey, that's fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, amen. I mean, it goes both ways, right? Both ways. Probably, probably worse the other way. I'm a so. fat, hairy pig. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm a good earner, Zabe. I'm a good earner. Yeah, and you know uh, how to use a snowblower now. You just don't know I, what well, kind I it do. is. I didn't. I, I didn't four hours ago, but so I do you, now. So you miss going um, around. We all miss going I, places. Well, I, I miss. Fuck yeah, I, I miss. What all I was going to say is, I, I I snuck out of town last year Saturday night at like 10 a.m. I jumped a flight back to D.C. Um, got out of Miami because I was there for so long. But I do miss it badly, and um, I haven't really delved into like what's it like now. The Zoom stuff is so impersonal. Oh, uh, they stupid. need. It's the only. It's 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 really last ditch effort. I don't really love Radio Row to be honest with you. I think it's sort of cheap, and when Guys come on. They don't say anything. They pub their brand. I mean, we get paid quite well to do those things, so I shouldn't be talking out of both sides of my mouth. But right. it, it, it's it's just sort of blah. I mean, yeah. what I've noticed recently, and you know this too, at Radio Row, it's more than just Radio Row. Like in Miami, the convention center was like one side, like uh, the Procter & Gamble has a huge installation set up, and they have all these guys coming, and they're shooting commercials and doing things, and then hopefully – their person will bring them through and do other radio hits for P and G or whatever it is. 
Uh, so it's not just all radio sitting in one section. They, they've had branded stations now right. all throughout. And um, I, I, it's the only real way they can do the car wash, the gangbang. I so know. They can it's, from, get a, from, from your standpoint, it's a good boondoggle, and especially for lesser guys that are not right. Hall of Fame level like Ed is. It's a way yeah. to pick up some nice cash, play some golf, meet some people, network, et cetera. From a radio right. perspective, it's a god-awful week of radio. It's yes. terrible. The sound quality is terrible. It's a cacophony of voices behind everyone. It's uncomfortable. It's expensive. It's stupid. It's not groundbreaking. And I think from the radio station standpoint, end of it, they're not doing this ever again because everyone's losing money now. Nobody totally. can get enough sponsors to sponsor Radio Row. It just doesn't matter. So we'll it's see what happens. It's a major college bowl game. You, you go because it feels good, but you actually lose money and you step yes. back and go, why the fuck can we do that? Exactly. All right. Yeah. Uh, item three. Nick Saban oh. was recorded with his Zoom recruiting pitch by one of the recruits. Yeah. I'm going to play a chunk of it here. It's a two-minute bite, but we'll play a good minute or so. And it is it is phenomenal. Now, the, the audio is kind of light, so I'm going to make sure to duck out as best I can. I do have a question, though, after this is over, and we can think about it. Was the recruit wrong for taping it? Think about it. One more championships. We won six championships in the last 11 years. We've been in the national championship game eight out of the last 11 years. We've been in the playoffs nine out of the last 11 years. We got more guys drafted than any school in the country. We had 64 guys playing in the league last year. The next school had 41. So we got way more players playing in the league. So, um, and you know, everybody's going to- At this point, Saban leans back in his chair, which he is in his palatial office yeah. at the football yeah. you know office with all of the tchotchkes and all the you know, memorabilia and everything else he puts his hands behind his head and he starts going on about okay you heard all those numbers here's some more for you i'll tell you in recruiting you know i'll don't go to alabama you can play at our school before you can play there they got all these good players there uh, you won't be able to play you play at our place earlier i think that the worst stuff that people can tell you I, first of all, when they tell you that, they're first of all insulting me. <laughs> right? Because I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you if you couldn't play here. Right. Number two, when they say you can play at our place before you can play at Alabama, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you. they're just telling you Alabama's better than them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Then number three, I, 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 if you ask our players on our team, they'll tell you just the opposite. They'll tell you the competition may be better. You know, Marlon Humphrey will say, you played corner, first corner taken in the draft when he was a junior. Say, I had to cover Mario Cooper every day. Mario Cooper was the first receiver taken in the draft. And it goes on and on. It's uh, it's incredible, and it's part of why his program now is a giant great white shark with rows of teeth of talent <laughs> that just yeah. fall into place as soon as a tooth falls out and goes to the pros. So my first my first batch of thoughts, very first thought, that's kind of dirty pool, man. Why'd you record that? I, Right. And then I was I like, wonder, I'm waiting for the story that whoever it is that did this got his offer rescinded. Exactly. 
Because yeah. this, so this is family okay. business here, you know? That's right. It's like, uh, hey, numbnuts. Like, so, it, it'll work out well for Alabama because it reinforces to everybody, you know, exactly. the, the sheer that's numbers. That's exactly what my – that's exactly right. 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 So that's where I was going. My first thought was like, oh, dude, that's kind of like, you know, lowbrow to record this. And then I was like, you know what? Saban probably knows. They probably thought of this like – because, yeah. I, I we, you know, hey, you know what? And so the one thing I noticed in Saban is – you know what he didn't do? He didn't mention the other school's name. He said the next school. Like he knows what he's saying right. and he's calm. He's not overselling it. These are just the facts. Like, hey, bro, I'm going to roll out the Wikipedia for you. You make your own decision. But this is who the fuck we are. Yeah. And I thought it was perfect. Uh, you know, I I, 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 it brings up a thought when I was when I was at Sirius XM covering college football. We would go to uh, the SEC media days. And because we were a rights holder and we did the bowl games and stuff. I got and I was one of the main hosts and, and one of the one of the main guys. I was able to do the one. I, I went as like our representative and we had a whole room and, and I got to do one on ones with a bunch of the coaches and Mike Slive and all the, you know, the whole nine. So uh, we had a one on one with Saban. I had him for like 20 minutes in a room, just he and I. And same with Urban really? Meyer. Just oh, yeah, you and one, him. None of his handlers. I mean, no there was security. Uh, yeah, yeah. There was people there. But I mean, like it was like I mean, I'm on the air. It was okay. just coach right. and I and then with all and you know my program director was there and sure you know there was uh, board ops and you know producers and stuff Got but it. but it was just and you know we talked about a bunch of stuff and, and most of it's just standard crap you know what it is but the one thing that was intriguing to me about Saban was he's like look we have a program we know the kind of kid we want we go recruit that kid and we plug him into our system yeah. both from a football standpoint and a personnel standpoint Urban Meyer was very different. He was like, we go and hire, we hire, we go and find the best talent and we make them work in our system. And I was like, and, and, and when I was doing the show I, on the air, I was like, wow. I was like two guys, very successful, but look at the subtle difference. Yeah. One guy knows what he wants. He goes and gets it and he fits it into his box and he turns those people into men, you know, Mac Wilson, I've spent some time with the uh, Browns linebacker, Mac Wilson, who's a couple years in the league now. He was an Under Armour All-American guy, and part of the stuff we do, we coach the Under Armour All-American, blah, blah, blah. So it was at IMG with Mac a couple summers ago, and just a tremendous human being. And you're like, oh, that's a Nick Saban kid. Conversely, you see all these Urban Meyer kids. You're like, oh, we don't give a shit about the kid. We just go get the best athlete and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say everything you need to know. I was going to say, I don't remember the last shithead Alabama had under Saban. And I mean, either either they don't find. either they don't recruit those shitheads or guys who are on the edge of being a shithead quickly get hammered into line once they're down there because they know how fast the waters move. You get out and of line, you know what those the, the water washes you away, and you're gone. Amen. Also, two things: every everyone needs leadership and wants leadership and craves it. And environment is a real difference maker environment he has the right environment he's the right leader he has the right people in place i mean he just look i'm sounding like a saving stan and i don't really care my stepsister went to alabama but whatever but no, that guy Sab- does no saving he awesome. knows what he's doing no he's fuck, he's fucking awesome <laughs> you, you gotta <laughs> gotta respect it because there's a bunch of other schools with the same budgets the same prestige totally. letterhead the same fucking lazy rivers around the glorious weight room and all the this same shit. handshakes after the game from the boosters <laughs> exactly yeah. and they're yeah. none of them none of them are on his and their level no nope. right maybe clemson that's right clemson's clemson's clawing at it but let's let's see it for a few more years before we proclaim them moving on 
Screech is dead. Dustin Diamond, RIP, 44 years old, lung cancer. What the hell? Wasn't he in porn, too? (laughs) He might have. Now, did you watch Saved by the Bell? Of course. Okay, because I did I'm, he's it. Two years, he's two years older than me. He's I, like my You're peer. a little younger than me. I'm 52. You're how old? 40, I'll be 42 in a few months. Right, so you're 10 years behind. So, of course, I didn't yeah. watch that show. Uh, not that no, I'm anti- my wheelhouse. But it's, yeah, but for your generation, it's your wheelhouse. I remember him when he did the celebrity boxing. And uh, <laughs> who did he fight in that fucking crazy-ass <laughs> promotion? I'll look it up right now. But yeah, I mean that that just uh, one of the great sort of bit characters in television. Oh, great history. character! Didn't he roast? Was it first off? Was it Mister Belding like a total degenerate and get caught with like strippers and stuff? Allegedly, I think the principal. But um, Screech was a great character. All you know, Tiffany Tiffany Amber Thiessen and and who's the other chick that played in striptease with her boobies? She showed me her boobies and I like them too. Uh, whatever her whatever her name was, uh, the the tall chick. By uh, the way, yeah, no, Saved by the Bell was great. Uh, by the way, uh, he apparently fought Horshack. From <laughs> <laughs> he he also apparently fought the angry bagel guy. Oh, he, in from Bagel more, Boss. It, yes, 2019. Yeah, here it is. I'm looking at it right now. Very depressing. It's a tiny little room. This is back in 2019. And I, and I think that Bagel Boy was a no-show, it says. But it's a nine-minute video, so uh, I don't know who he fought. I don't get these celebrity bots. I mean, that's it's very, very white trash. Of course it I mean, is. I mean, who watches that garbage? Well, Maybe our East a Coast handful of, bias is A handful of people. There. They're wearing headgear, by the way. You know how hard it is to box? Uh, yeah, it's very exhausting. And I hear it's, it's hard on it's hard on your head, I understand as well. <laughs> well, for me it'd be my giant schnozola. That would that would crush. <laughs> but yeah, you know. Saved by the Bell was great. I I R.I.P. Screech. But I'm pretty sure he like roasted everyone on the way out the door a few years ago and got into a battle with everybody. Yeah. Um yeah, but. Rest in peace, Dustin Diamond. All right. Damn. There was something I saw on the internet which blew me away. It yeah. was the precursor to the vaunted five-hour energy dome, which is nothing more than just put three TVs in one room in your house. I prefer a big center screen flanked by twin identical screens. Some people like to stack them left or stack them right. That's how Scott Lynn has his. Yeah. In 1982, the Price is Right had a prize of something called a Sampo three-screen television with camera. And it is the what? dumbest looking thing ever. I sent you a link in your email. I saw you wanna... it. What is it? It's, it's crazy looking. It's a tube TV measuring no greater than 13 inches yeah, in diagonally. Could have been yeah. in black and white. And then to the right of it are two tiny tube TVs. Yep. So, so, maybe <laughs> maybe four inches yeah, in size. Yeah. And down below, there looks like there might be a VCR built in. It was a $1,245 luxury item in 1982, which would make it in today's dollars, I think, $15,698. Uh, 
Right. Sampo. Sampo. What the fuck is Sampo? It it brings up that Saturday Night Live skit. Sony Guts, buddy. You know Sony Guts. Come on. The the Sabra Price is right. You remember that? (laughs) No, I don't remember that. It's it's so hard to find on the internet. It's it's all but What's it called? Sabra Price is right? Yeah, it was like Tom Hanks. And a couple of guys, and they're like, hey, buddy, you buy Sony Guts. You know, Sony Guts. Sony and it had Sony Guts, guts in it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was something else, but it was Sony Guts. Well, yeah, Sony Guts. I, I just uh, love but, somebody quickly posted a picture of The Simpsons in which Homer yeah. is in a store and he's trying to convince yeah. Bark, Bart, Bark, he's trying to convince Bart that Magnet Box, Panaphonics, and <laughs> Sorny. S O R N Y were just as good as the brand names. <laughs> it's so good. I, the the it's fact that the Simpsons basically. How much money do you have? Well, maybe 150. 160. This is last one. Well, oh, okay, I'll take it. All Thanks right, all it. right. Thank you. Hope for my wife. Okay, so two chauffeurs for you. Okay, okay. Yes. I never saw this bit. I got to watch it. The Sabra. Summit VCR. Yeah. Very last one. Very I keep it for one. myself. Hello, hello. This is Tom Hanks, by the way, doing it. Tom yeah. Hanks. Hey, don't tell me my business. You take care of your business, I'll take care of my business. If you like it, buy it. Well, I don't know. Summit. I, I don't know that brand. Oh, no, 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 no. Inside is same as Sony. Sony Guts. It has Sony Guts. No difference. Sony Guts. The only difference is price. If you want Sony, you want to be big shot, you spend $800, you want same thing, Sony Guts, I tell you, I am going out of business. It's best deal. Yeah, but it seems like you've been going out of business for a long time. Look, don't you tell me my business. Don't you tell me my business. <laughs> this is fucking great. It's, it's like, so good. I don't know, Summit, I've never heard of that brand. No, no, Sony Guts, inside. This is, this is Sony. Well, anyway, Sony Guts. I, if How there is, is if there is a working Sampo triple oh. screen tube TV unit out you. there, it mu- I must buy it. It is it, it is you. a prehistoric item that needs to be cherished. So to, you're you're a tech guy, so you're gonna love this. I'll, I'll go quick because I know we're here for a good time. Not, Not a long time. time. We're about done. I got one more killer uh, okay. killer item to play for you, but then we'll, well, then we'll this end. will be a quickie. This will be a quickie. Stepfather had the VCR with the uh, camcorder connected to it with the with the with a with a cord. It was all in one piece. You'd have to carry it around with you. The VCR and the camcorder. That's part of what that TV was. But the best part that 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 TV that you had on Prices Right reminded me of is, you know, my family's native Washingtonians. We had skins tickets forever, wolf skins, and every Sunday it's church and Redskins or you know Redskins. If there wasn't church, if there wasn't a home game. And my dad would carry this five-inch black and white portable television that was, I don't know, four or five inches. Not the Sony Walkman, which we upgraded to once that came out. The Sony Walkman. Yeah, you want to be big shot. Spend $800. Get a Sony. (laughs) Sony Guts. No, but we had this – I think it was Magnavox. Zabe, it must have been four feet long and, I don't know, eight feet – I mean, it was huge, but it weighed – it probably weighed 40 pounds, 25 pounds, maybe black and white. So we could watch the game in our stands at RFK. This was 87. Yeah. There's 85? no, there's no stadium jumbotron capable of no, showing God you video no. replays. No way. 
You were there. He you would better. watch it on a black and white, yeah. this huge battery. I mean, it had to have been 15, 25, 40 pounds. Who knows? I remember I couldn't carry it as a, you know, seven year old in 85 or whatever, 86. Who knows? Uh, it, it, it was. And then when we got the black and white Sony Watchman, the Ooh, yeah. gray case, oh, yeah. little teeny, like, I don't know, what was it, two inches? Yeah, it was handheld. It. It was, got, yeah, about the uh, size of a small transistor radio, but it had a TV. Yeah, that's it. right. It was it was literally the stuff of magic. And now we walk around with phones in our pockets that delivers 4K, high-definition silliness of games all over the world, oftentimes for free as part of your cellular package. You get it while you're driving yep. down the road. In any uh, weather, it's beyond compare and you and can't people, make a phone call though but no the phone the talking part still is sucks but you know <laughs> oh oh how appropriate that is right now was that your phone or mine my, i'm sure mine i got no. a brand new phone it no it's work. mine it's mine i just hit 10 percent battery remaining but you know what sony guts don't tell me my business okay sony guts. Thing. sony guts i tell you i am going out of business <laughs> it's best deal yeah but it seems like you've been I found this on Vimeo, Sabra Shopping Network. Look for it, S-A-B-R-A Shopping Network. So that's where if it lives. If you like that, you'll yeah. like Sofa King. Go to the, do yeah, have you seen Sofa the Sofa King, King one? Yeah, Sofa King, yeah, Sofa King. Sofa King Chief, all brilliant. Right. Okay. All right, all right, uh, last story. Popeye's, yeah. Glennie, is removing Cajun rice and what green beans that? from their menu. The Takeout, which is a website devoted to, well, food and stuff, was the first report on the missing sides after getting a tip from a local reader. Popeyes told the outlet in a statement that, quote, after thoughtful consideration, our Cajun rice and green beans are no longer on the permanent menu. Now, I don't give a shit about either Cajun rice or green beans. I wouldn't touch green beans. I don't mind Cajun rice or dirty rice. But it got me to thinking, what fast food removed item do you still miss dearly? For me, so, it's the Angus Third Burger line oh, at McDonald's. A higher okay. cut of meat, a bigger burger, <laughs> but yes, you're going to pay $7.50 just for the burger. And McDonald's thought, well, you know, the, the lard asses that come through our drive through they don't want to pay that much. So we'll just yeah. get – it wasn't popular, they said. And I'm like, you got to be fucking crazy and be cra- – I can't talk. you got to be crazy. I love that item. And they got rid what of. What do you it. mean, cut of meat? By the way, what what is that? Angus. It's a better. It was cut a better. It was a better quality. No, meat. I'm, I'm, that cut. was the joke on that they don't actually oh. use meat. But, well, okay. No, I mean, I'm sure Popeyes, from the business standpoint, I'm sure Popeyes did data on how much they sell of that crap in their computer system, and they realized no one's buying it. But that seems like a staple. That's weird. Um, is there anything that I, you miss? You know, yeah. you know, uh, basically, uh, uh, Taco Bell removes oh, shit God. all the time. I but of course, they have, a, they have a menu that is so long. God. Even the it's cheese. It's like going to a diner. It's yeah, too much. Right. The Cheesecake Factory tweeted Taco Bell, hey, che- slow down. You're getting yeah. out of control. <laughs> che- yeah. When Cheesecake Factory says your menu's too big. So, you know it's too big. Soft Taco Supreme with the Mexican pizza meal is my Taco Bell. Um, I don't. So I love food. I love fast food. I don't eat it that often because I'm trying not to be huge and fat, but it, it doesn't seem to be working out very well. Anything that uh, is gone now that you yeah. wish was still around? So I was thinking about it, and I, I, I don't know if it's the big deluxe or the big and tasty. I think it's the big and tasty. And I feel like that was like a California McDonald's burger, and then they huh. brought it east. Okay. And uh, I think I would I, – I, I did 10 seconds of looking up just now, and I think big and tasty is what I would say. But 
No, because I'm fat and I like all food. So I'll yeah. just, I won't miss anything. I'll just go to the next place and get the next thing. Well, so. it's like uh, McDonald's could bring back the McDLT if you want. Hot stays hot. Oh. Cool stays cool. Do you remember that song? Big Mac McDLT, a quarter pounder yeah. with some cheese filet, a fish, a hamburger, a cheeseburger, a happy meal, McDougat, tasty golden fries, and regular or larger size. Do you remember we got that mailed to us in the newspaper in the Washington Post? Yes. The record for that? Do you remember that? I don't remember that, but I'll leave that, that for another time. That came in a time. record in the newspaper. <laughs> a little floppy Vinyl. record. Vinyl. A floppy, yeah. though, that you could put on a carefully put on a, a turntable and play it. Correct. All right. Glenny, you're the best, buddy. We'll talk to you. Zabe Caspi, well, thanks, buddy. All right, that'll do it for me today. Thank you so much for listening. Spread the word and the love about the Zabecast. Have a great Tuesday, and we'll see you next time. Can the all-time GOAT get it done against the future? GOAT. Brady and Mahomes going head-to-head, and everyone's talking about who's going to win the big game. Whether you're on the Chiefs or the Bucks or the Totals or the Props, just remember, where you're betting is every bit as important, if not more so. That's why I always tell my friends, go to my bookie, mybookie.com, mybookie.ag. It all takes you to the same place. Look up my bookie. They've got all the props for the big game, and these guys truly let you bet on anything, not just the national anthem, MVP, color of the sports drink dumped on the winning coach. My bookie has a buffet of Chiefs Bucks props for you to gorge on. You could even win big on NFL Squares, which is now quite popular. No need to leave the comfort of your home. You can access the sportsbook and casino right from your phone. Don't miss out on the last game of the year in football. Sign up at MyBookie today. Use promo code ZABE, that's Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, and have your deposit matched halfway up to $1,000. That's a free cash bonus just for making your deposit. Use promo code ZABE to claim the offer. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie.